Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Da, da, da. This meeting is being recorded. Da, 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 da. Hey, kids. So I'm going to let you finish. It's Memorial Day weekend week. Sammy and Courtney. <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend, weekend week. week. Well, that, you know, okay, you know yeah, why you I say know. you know why you say it like that because it's it, it's like it used to be like ooh, and then Memorial Day weekend comes. Listen, New York has already been. Last weekend was. I looked out my window and I'm like, oh, this summer. Oh, I see what I see what this is yeah, about. Yeah, but it's to be. not it's not hot. It's really lovely out actually. It's in yeah, the but I'm not no, but I'm just saying the amount of people who are already oh, out yeah. and about. Yeah. So when it gets hot, you know that's just gonna kick into another level. Like, did you see Coney Island this past weekend? No, I was in Connecticut. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but I ate in a restaurant for the mm. first time since forever. Oh, nice. Did I you like it? Well, I love this place. It's got the mm. best pizza in the world. Um, mm-hmm. I lo- it's Greek-style pizza, which is a whole nother conversation. But it was the first time I've been in a restaurant. It was the first time I've been in a cafe and had a coffee. It's the first time I've been in a restaurant. And I was like, I was a little nervous at first. I'm sort of looking around. But everybody, nobody was sitting near each other anyway. Mm-hmm. And Connecticut's in good shape. But I was like, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. step one to normalcy. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're here. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hey. How are you? Hi, good? Kids. Good? Hi. Good? Yeah. Good? Listen, everything's good. Let me just tell you something. I don't know why this happened, but I started digging in and listening to Keith Sweat this weekend. I went back to his first album, Make It Last Forever. Wait and really, <laughs> I wish we had visuals on this. Let me rub my eyes. Okay, go. Listen, I've been having like a little bit of a go listen to some like 90s R&B stuff. But Keith's like, really, I forgot how great a lot of that work, his work is. His writing was really, really good. And then it dug me into Cut Close. And it's like, yo, they were writing dope songs. Keith was dope. He's still dope. And these songs really still stand up. And that first album is amazing. You know, he didn't quit his job as a stockbroker like ever. Basically, Mm -hmm. he was a stockbroker and he was doing making records and he had like a million selling record and number one album. And he still had his fucking day job. And he used to live in Harlem, uh, right? the building next to mine, my landlord was, was his landlord. She would That's tell, so when I first came to, when I was looking at this apartment 20 something years ago, like, Sweat used to live here. That is so funny. <laughs> well, no, he was great. I saw him once opening up for, it was him and then Black Street mm-hmm. and then New Edition and one of their first reunion. And Keith Sweat, bless his heart, he just stood up there in silk pajamas mm-hmm. and sounded like a mountain goat mm-hmm. and just sat, <laughs> you know, and had women draped all over and mm-hmm. it, and uh, he was great. Yeah, I would have loved it. Yeah, no, he's great. Speaking of love and speaking of New York love, let's talk about, listen. Listen, listen. Our Knicks may have lost game one. 
but ooh, but they look good. They, they did. Good. It was they a good fight. Good. They they fucked up down that stretch. Like the defense, yeah. Trey. You they kept letting Trey get to the paint, and I was like, "Come on, you can't let him get to the paint." He's he's they a, look, but he's they a shot maker. Good. But they did look good. They I'm telling you, good. what what I, what what this makes me happy for. I didn't mean to cut you off. Is no, that no, no. Um, is that uh, you know, I think in this off season. We'll be able to attract talent because now mm-hmm. people are looking at the team because the team clearly it needs another piece. Julie, like RJ is still he's he's doing right. Derrick Rose is coming with that veteran energy. Who would have like, thought that Derrick? I mean, like that bringing could, it who back, could break you know, it up again. You know what yeah. I mean? Bringing it back, and you know Julius Randle is doing really great. They need that other super. They need like a, yeah. a piece to really kind of get them over some of these humps. But you know what I love? And it was actually really funny because um, the game was on and then um, 90 Day Fiance was on. And I was at my best friend's house and I was like, you know, it was the first time we got to watch 90 Day Fiance together in a really long time. So I literally, the last, I kept switching back and forth. The last 10 seconds of the game, I watched it on my phone. It was perfect. But the thing that is really cool when is the last time the New York, the Knicks have been seen as the gritty, the gritty team? We were always mm-hmm. like, we spend too much money. They spend too much money. Or pay, spending too much, too much money on these big name players who have passed right, their prime. Right, do shit. All, all of a sudden right, now, oh, yeah. we're like, we grind and we well, this, we Well, you know damn, what? You know? Because I we didn't it. get, we didn't know because of James Dolan that summer where everybody who was a superstar was a free agent. Said, nope. No <laughs> one came. Right. So we had to get people who are gritty, scrappy fighters. Yeah. And that's New York. And that's why I love the Knicks. And I always say, yes, I'm, I'm not the, a Nets fan, but I am very happy for two teams in New York. I love that energy. But the New York City is a Knicks town. And that is, this is the grit. Over there, they spent a gazillion dollars well, on the big three. they're going flashy. They've become and, and listen, flashy And they spent team. a gazillion dollars on the big three who played together for a whopping total of nine times, right? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Versus no, some veterans, is, some young guys, and a guy who's been in his seventh it's, year. Yeah, it's so fun it's to watch. Fun it's fun to watch. So I haven't I have not watched a game with that kind of like excitement in quite some in time. A long so, time. I mean, Real true. We yeah. would love obviously we'd love them to progress, but I'm very happy we're happy with you, New York Knicks. So Absolutely. we're very happy. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, um, can I just ask real quickly? I was, my mm-hmm. mind was blown that it was like all those people. Are they letting that many people into sporting events now? Well, in some places they have been for a while. But this is, for basketball, this was the largest, I think, amount of people that's been led into any basketball 15, game. 15,000. And so, you know what? And, the, and oh, I just wish that. No, but I'm saying yeah, did they yeah, have yeah. to COVID test everybody. Yes, had you, had to, yeah. you had to. I believe you had to COVID test or come yeah. with a proof of. I think you have to be vaccinated too. Well, right. that's a lot. I think of every. People. I think everybody. But New York is a lot of vaccinated. That's people. true. That but is why. Just, yeah. Yeah. And listen, true. I have a friend who does not who did not believe in the vaccinations, but he finally got one because his favorite bar in New York, starting June first, is requiring people to be vaccinated. Good. Good. Well, anyway, yeah. I was just wondering that because I was like, holy shit, that's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, it was. it was. So Billboard had a thing the other night. Oh, yeah. Some people sang. There was some stuff. There was stuff that went like this. <laughs> I love you, hometown. There was yeah, some singing. There were some people singing upside down, which yeah. is why we love Pink. Mm-hmm. And, and this time friend- she's like, and her child, she's like. And her daughter. <laughs> right. Oh, my yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was like, 
she's adorable. So I'm there. You know, the Billboard Awards are like, look, uh, the Billboard Awards are strictly for chart. There's no artistic intent. I mean, you know, it's not because they're the best. It's because they sold the most. So, so and now everything is streaming, right? So the weekend got to show up and be happy because he he's was like, no, he was that was a great performance. That was um, a great with the cars. I, yes, that was the very cool. I appreciate him, but I'm talking about his the stance on awards because you know how I feel about people in there. I don't like the Grammys. Listen, the Billboard Awards are great, but fuck that. I'd want a Grammy over a Billboard Award. I would. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I just would. And you can't stomp it because you didn't get one. But, you know, the kids always, they always act like awards that aren't important until it's the ones that they know that they're going to win. And then they all show up. But he put on a good show. You have to give him that. He, he always puts good. on a good show. That's not, not my issue with him at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, know? he was mm. was not lip syncing. No. Uh, he was, it was interesting. It was well, it was an interesting show. I'll give yeah. him that. It was, it was well choreographed. Pink, of course, is like, perfection she's perfection i well, mean you know what you know what's interesting though I, and what i like is you know i may not be into a bunch of the new pop stars but it's good to see a new generation of them because it was getting stale the same old same old same old people right. and the same old people from the generation and the mtv generation that was really that last group of great big pop stars right kind of aged out of that like justin all of those kids everybody's 40 <laughs> you know these, what are you talking about which ones well all of them Britney, yeah. I believe, is 38 or 39. Beyonce, I believe, is like 39. Um, yeah. Justin Timberlake, it has to be 39 or 40. Like, they're Easily, all, yeah. all of yeah. that age. So, and even Pink, the thing about Pink is she's got that thing where she's the one who's been able to transcend and keep having hits, all pop hits all well, over the can, world. She can sing. First off, there's a thought. But there she are some of them sing. that can really sing. I just said, you know, pop is still very youth oriented, especially in America. But yeah, they I, still will play Pink records. They will. They will, they will give us a Pink. She's never pissed anybody off. Right. That's what it is. She has she has a lot. Again, we've talked about this. She has a lot of goodwill. You root mm -hmm. for her. She's a tough chick. Mm -hmm. She's done her work. We remember when she was an R&B artist, you know? Oh, my um, God. You know I love. There you go. No, my right. shit was, most girls want a man with something. Right. But I, I just like her. I mean, I, I, I saw her a couple of years ago, yeah. and she fulfills. She does, and she has a killer catalog. Listen, I've seen her from... When I was at Columbia and we used to do the, there used to be the, there was this uh, video award to this magazine. What's the magazine called? CV, CVJ? I can't. CMJ. I can't no, not CMJ. There was a video magazine. It was like uh -huh. BS and, and you, cause you didn't work in video. So you wouldn't know. And for like for video promotion and stuff. And every year they had the convention and all of us who worked in video promotion would go and we would do showcases. And that showcase, it was pink. And this is when she was short hair pink. Pink, Khalees, like, it's so interesting to see where people started. And then right. we are 20-something years later, and, Cle and Pink is still just kicking yeah, it out, giving me aerial show realness, and, you know. Well, that's why they gave her the Icon Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she actually did it. But I Drake won watch something. Yeah, you know, something. He Who? won artist. Drake, he got artist of the decade, your favorite Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, Pop Smoke's mother's speech was very touching. Nice. And quite, and, you know, that. Um, and Morgan, Trey the Truth got, you know. Yeah, the, Morgan Whalen run awards, but they did not allow him to be there. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, I'm sure he can show up at a Marjorie Taylor Greene rally or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, he's not that bad. I mean, I just, no, I just, <laughs> yeah, but I just felt like saying that. Um, all right. I didn't watch them because, yeah. you know, I didn't like, watch them. Um, I've watched them like how we should as an adult. The next day where I could fast forward through exactly. everything I was exactly. overseeing. Exactly. I watch them like... Only the losers stay up and actually watch these things. And I literally, two minutes, like literally five seconds later, shit was popping on my phone right. on YouTube. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, only fool, only chill. Who watches things on actual television? Anyway. So who so. wasn't there was Dua Lipa. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, all right. I mean, I think this is, okay. So Look, I need to know your, as a Jewish woman, Oh, I need Jesus you Christ, to. Really? I don't. I just. I just dropped the load and your lap. I need you to please tell me your feelings on this situation. All right. I. I. Do, uh, all right. First of all, we should preface it by saying it's not the New York <laughs> Times that took out an ad of against her. Right. The ad was in the New York Times, and the man that took. But out they accepted the ad, that ad. It doesn't matter. It's not the New yeah. York Times. I mean, right. I'm just want to make it saying that the right. New York Times yes. did not write an editorial. Right. Against right. 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 The right. man who is the rabbi behind this is this guy Shlumi Boteach, who was Michael Jackson's rabbi. He's basically he's the Jewish equivalent of Joel Austin. Okay, mm. he's full of shit. And I was gonna he, say, well, that's a good reference. Yeah, <laughs> Both he, of them. Yeah. One who had his church doors closed while the city was flooding. Exactly. (laughs) So he is not, you know, he's he's like a celebrity rabbi, blah, blah, blah. All right. So he targeted Dua Lipa and the Hadid sisters, and Dua Lipa uh, dates uh, Bella and Gigi Hadid's brother. Right. Uh, Bella and Gigi Hadid and and the brother are half Palestinian. Right. They're Muslim. Um, So they are, for very obvious reasons, pro-Palestine. But just because you are pro-Palestine does not mean you're anti-Semitic. Right. And this is what's happening. I mean, and it's really annoying. I've been trying to have that conversation and people immediately like, I'm like, why is it whenever there's a conversation and I've noticed this and I've had it and it's why I've stopped having it online. It's like, there's like no nuance. It's immediately you're anti-Semitic. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Hold well, on. Not, it's like, no, no, why no. can't this conversation ever be had? And if I say, but there are people, there, there is a situation here that is a little, just, it's not right. Well, it's a very complicated situation. I am not well-versed in it. I right. don't think social media is the place to have this conversation there are many factors involved in this. Absolutely. I mean, many, many factors. Absolutely. Um, um, I am someone who was not raised religiously. I was right. not raised with a knee-jerk reaction to Israel. I have no emotional connection to Israel. But right. I will tell you, mm-hmm. speaking to people I know, mm-hmm. it's like you – it's just such a weird conversation. Yeah, because, yeah. because it's very easy for people to equate Israel with Judaism – because that's how they've been raised. I'm talking about people who are anti-Semites. Gotcha. There, right. There right. is a rise in anti-Semitic attacks in this country. Yes, that's, there is. That just is. And there is uh, being an anti-Semitic. There's also a rise in Asian hate crimes yes, and but black it, black hate crimes. We're just like regular news. People don't even act like that's a problem because seeing right. us murdered every but, day is just like five o'clock news. Right. But I mean, the thing is, is that the right wing is now trying to, you know, use the, the 
it's a very complicated look right. here's the thing there should be two states i'm not i'm not even going to pretend to know that i know what's going on most right. israelis right. i know are pro-palestine they want two states right uh, this re this pre uh, preacher this rabbi went after her right and accused her of saying things and believing in things that she she has never called for ethnic cleansing right. she has never been an anti-semite mm -hmm. the hadith sisters have every right to be pro-palestine that is their heritage they are right. and just because you're pro-palestine doesn't mean you're an anti-semite just because you're anti-Palestine doesn't mean um, you're, you're you hate Muslims. It's like so, you know, it's like guess he, what? He's same doing black, this to get right. attention. He's no, doing it's, this it's, to get it, attention. And it's the same energy. It's like when people say Black Lives Matter. It's like why does that bother you? That's not anti-white. That's not saying your right. your life doesn't matter. It's not anti anything. It's saying I matter. This body matters. And it, the fact that that simple thing upsets people. It's just. It's it's a little mess, but anyway, well, let's the not Israel even go I'm that. saying yeah. it's a it's Israel conversation is a really complicated. No, you conversation. can't, it's and crazy. it's one of those conversations. But I will tell you that, and you know, this as being a member of a of a of a community that has been marginalized and targeted. And even if you're not religious as a Jew, there is always something in you that has an antenna up for something. So. Yeah. It's, but all of which is say is this, this rabbi is a fucking, he's, he's a publicity whore. Right. And he's like, I know I'll target the three good looking girls and make them. Yeah. Dua Lipa and Dua Lipa has basically said, back the fuck up. Rabbi. Right. You know, and that, before I write and, a song about you that you don't yeah, write. Right. <laughs> Except that nothing rhymes with Shmuley. Shmuley. <laughs> he was of, Michael Jack. He right. was Michael Jackson's rabbi. That's all. And, we're, and, that, and we're going to leave that, that right that. there. Uh, <laughs> did you watch Lil Nas X on SNL? No, who watches SNL? I watch it the no, next well, day. Well, that's, we well, well, that's what I, well, that's what I meant. I didn't mean did you watch yes, it. Yes, I did Aaron. watch it today. I did watch it on the train today. And what'd you think? All right, here's my thing with Nolanath. First off, he was lip syncing. So enough, you know, you we both have a thing like, you come on. It was a mix um, of live and pre-recorded vocal, which yeah. was my issue. My issue yeah. is vocals always. Yeah, I don't care if you're going to give me, I love the, the all of the fuckery and the yeah, and the yeah. imagery. and the, I'm like, I, I love that the kids give me all of that. To me, the number one thing, if you, is your, is your voice. Take care right. of the voice. The voice sound great. Yeah. Well, I look. And I, I thought was, the first song sounded okay. The second one was just okay. I put yeah. Uh, yeah. And he split his pants. I know. On the first one. That's yeah. hilarious. That's why. That's why. Yeah. My yeah. thing with Little Nas X, and you and I've had this discussion. I love him for what he represents. Yeah, I support me too. him Absolutely. for what he's doing. Me I just too, don't think he's a very. I just don't think he's a very good artist. Well, to me, I think I'm, he's okay. I, I'm yeah, still I, going to give him room to grow because. That first song came out and it was a monster hit. So now, you know, you're having these hit songs and right. there is a bit of, when you haven't had really the boot camp of being an artist who was doing that for years, there right. is a catch up. People always think just being able to sing and dance and getting on stage is easy. It's so much harder than you think once you get there. So I, I think, the, let, let's see if he gets, the more he does, I want to see certain things improve. Because right. you can always give me the imagery. That that's always the cheap no, trick. But there comes a time you gotta be able to take a mic and do that shit. No, he's hip hop, I, you need to be able to take a mic right. and do it without any of that. I don't think I think we can pretty much agree that he is not a rapper. He's well, a pop no. artist who yes. raps. Yes. You yes. know, he's not yeah. a I mean, no one is ever gonna say spit sixteen little Nas X. Right. I mean, I don't think he's a rapper. The fact that he took another rapper's name already proves that he's not a rapper. <laughs> 
No, you don't do that. You know that. Come on. Wait, you don't have wait. To... And not just any Rodgers name. Nas. It's Nas. Like, Nas. It's, like, it's like calling yourself Little Biggie S. It's Come like, on. Nas. Oh, just him? Just that guy? Oh, <laughs> hi, my name is Dub Rakim. No, you know. But here's so, the thing. But Nas gave him some credibility when he rapped with him. You know, Nas doesn't do that. They're on the same label. That's yeah. why. No, they're, oh, no, they're not. Nas hasn't been on Columbia in years. He's Little not on Nas Columbia is, anymore. No, this thing. Nas has been on Def Jam for like ten years plus. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same thing. The point, or like, like I said, I like Little Nas X. Mm-hmm. I think I love his energy. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun pop moment. Yeah, it's a fun pop moment. I think he's going to be a, a fun blip in the radar, and mm-hmm. you know, but he's he's having fun, so that's the mm-hmm. important thing. Did you, you know? see any of the Eurovision? Okay, <laughs> again, how can it's it doesn't come? It's only is it even? Yeah, but I watch it all online. Yeah, it doesn't really right. air. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. I it's, was a, it's so Eurovision. much. It's so no, insane. it's such a mess. I love it. I love uh, it. It is no, like what it. kind I, of gay acid trip is no, this? No, everything, everything. <laughs> like, you know what's so funny about you know how Americans we always have this idea that Europe is like everything is more classy mm-hmm. and oh it's European. It's like. Really? Okay. Watch the Eurovision Awards, and that'll yeah. knock the Europe is sophisticated out of you. No, it's a hot mess. All my friends overseas were posting about it. Um, I did see the guys who won. As far as I'm concerned, Italian heavy metal. You had. I, I love you the Italian right. heavy metal. And, Ita- like, and Italy, and Italy has not won Eurovision in 31 years. No, I love and, it. It's, yeah. It's, you know what's so funny is that a lot of those songs are the kind of like super well-crafted pop songs that you mm-hmm. and I lick up like milk to a cat. This thing. Except that they're nuts. That everybody's no. just nuts. This thing, when I was at working at Sony, I I never, you know, I kind of knew what it was, but I never really paid attention to the songs. But then Donna International won, honey. This <laughs> Donna International won. And Donna International, hold on, what year was Donna? Donna International. This is how ABBA got their start, <laughs> by the way. This is ABBA was, was it, no, seriously, wasn't ABBA a Eurovision kind of I, thing? I, I, were they? I'm not sure. Let's check. I think let's so, check. an ace of base. Hold, hold on, I will look it up right now. Hold on. Google it. Anyway, Eva by I, Donna International. She won in 1998. And it's, great and, name. And, she, and she's trans and she's gorgeous. And it was on Sony, and I was like, what is this? And it's this weird, techno crazy song. And that's when I really started getting into Eurovision. I'm like, this is the kind of shit that's going on. Who's it's- the bearded man that won? That's Conchetta my- I love Conchita Verst. Yeah, I, I love I like Conchita. It. You gotta love stuff like that. Rise like a phoenix. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, I didn't watch it because, you know, I was, you know, I, I just preoccupied with other stuff but i you have to love something that is celebrating pure pop oh my god girl waterloo was their eurovision song i believe yeah yeah i think that's like like i said i think yeah they're there like sort of like yeah i like it i just enjoy it um oh and they won they won in 1974 with waterloo yeah so that's that's kind of like the the gold standard of oh and the uk came in last place with no points well, for the fifth time in history. And the well, singer yeah. of the song, I feel bad, he was like, I just want to think about the positives. I was like, is right, well, wait a minute. zero points? <laughs> Here's my question. Here's my question. If they're not part of Europe anymore, can they still be Eurovision? They left Europe in a huff. Well, here's the thing, though. They left the European Union. 
That okay, doesn't mean they left Europe. The yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Because, you know, they left the Union, so doing the trade and all of that stuff. But they're still part of Europe. All right, good. Okay. Okay, what else you got? What else you got? What else uh, you got? I would like to talk about how manufacturers in the United States are charging us mere mortals. Like, okay, when I used to buy vinyl... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the price of milk going up. No, All right. when I used to buy vinyl, let me just say this. And I'm sure a lot of people, because people, listen, this, this is what I'll show. When I used to, but a lot of people who listen to this show are in our oh, age group. So I can fucking why, say that's this. Why, that's and why for you, on Facebook. And for you young people, that's why I say dig in the bins, you'll get the better shit. Records, vinyl was like $4.99, $8.99, $5.99. Now everything is... 26 27 30 dollars but these pressings and they're like 180 gram vinyl but the audio pressings are shit these records sound like shit my pet shop boys record sounds like shit when you turn it up it's like they're going from digital to analog and you cannot do that and they're pressing them out so fast like they sound really bad i've bought a couple of things and i've had a couple of things given to me and they sound like shit. Now, I have some things, the, the, the best record pressings in the world, and we were talking about this uh, at our meeting that we had a couple of weeks ago, are in Australia. Their vinyl that they're pressing, they're doing it properly. I have, I have, you have a meeting? We had a meeting about record pressings? We had a meeting about our new network. And oh, we mean, had that no, conversation. I mean, and no, that, I mean, and the conversation came up. Because remember, I came up. No, 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 I'll, that's another story. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I was just trying to go. It's like, girl. A meeting about yeah, record you're, like, pressings? you're like, we had a meeting. <laughs> about record pressing? Was I there? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, 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 and part of the conversation was, how Australia right now has some of the highest quality vinyl presses in the world. And I just realized my friend Brian was filming a movie in Australia and he picked up some Kylie Minogue vinyl for me and brought it back. And those records sound amazing. The audio, turn it up, turn it down. It's so clear. But I'm mad because when I listen to my Pet Shop Boys, which should sound amazing. When I turn it up, you can hear that you guys went from digital to analog. And I see that that is the way that all of these plants are doing it. And vinyl is the number one format back. People are buying vinyl like crazy, but they're getting cheated in the sound. Like the, the, like the sound is shit for some of these. And it needs to be better because the prices they're charging, this shit needs to be better. It just does. I don't know. You know, I don't know anything about this shit. I, years ago when I used to review, I, all right, so I used to have a boom. This is just what a, a, a knucklehead I am. So, you know, you used to go up to the record companies and they'd play the music for you mm -hmm. and they would trick you because they'd always play it on this like $5 million and system. And it's uh, no, oh, no. When we would have people coming, you set the room up, um, food, drinks, and that, and you play it super so loud. loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's like, this record's amazing. <laughs> and then you get home and you play it and I'm like, this record's not that good. What are they talking about? <laughs> You're like, but it's I something about being in that room. And it really, oh, no, we would no. set that lounge up and y'all oh, would come for yeah. those listening sessions. Blast it. Wine actually, and one, food. Actually, yeah. I, went up, I went up to um, Electra once. I was listening mm. to a Missy record and I mm -hmm. forget who it was, the A&R guy. And he's playing it so fucking loud. And I said <laughs> to Ann, 
I'm literally having a seizure. You need to take, <laughs> no, I'm having a seizure. You need to take me out of this room. You're like, right now turn this shit down. Yeah, I said, I can feel my heart rising <laughs> through my head. But well, I was going to tell you real fast and then we'll move on. So I used to listen to, you know, when they had tapes or whatever, I'd listen to in my boombox. You know, it was a decent enough boombox to review. I'm listening to them to review stuff. And all of a sudden, one day, I realized that one of my speakers had blown out. So I, any artist that I reviewed between a certain time period, I apologize because mm -hmm. I was literally listening to you on one channel, and I right. didn't even realize. <laughs> I read, but yeah, yeah, record company. It's like it's not fair. It's like it's like reviewing a movie in a screening room. As well, now they don't so even much. do that anymore. Like it's so funny because people. Uh, all get private links, you know, they, know. that's how they get the private. It's not the same. And I, I will say that I it was invited to RCA was doing this thing with their new artist called uh, there was a series and it was at Rose Bar. And that's where I first saw Sasha Sloan. And that was still a good way to right. see somebody like a real sort of showcase in a curated room, food, bites, drink, and right. hearing some new music. And I was like, and I was like, Wow, I missed that. That that discovery of yeah, somebody I hadn't heard of before. Yeah, but people never shut up at those things either. They're always talking throughout the whole A little thing. bit. But sometimes, oh, but you, you know get all of the people all around the stage though yeah. who are really good who are definitely giving you what, what I saw live music this weekend. Ooh, nice. I mean just a local little Latin no, jazz. Just band. A, that to me would have been yeah, amazing. No. Are you kidding? I mean it was just a friend friend of my friends and, mm -hmm. and when she picked me up at the train station, we just drove to downtown and they were playing like right on the, the water it was cute. It was mm -hmm. freezing cold. They played a couple songs, they were good, and I went, Holy fuck, this is the first live music I've seen in like forever. And right. like, wow, people are outside, right? People are not wearing masks, right? Everybody's minding their P's and Q's. They're playing music. Uh, Celebrate Brooklyn's coming back end of July. It's going to be a truncated season. I mean, it's going to be short, but that's fine. But Start you know what slow. The you Start don't, but slow. It's not. The problem is, and this is the thing, though. This summer's going to be fun, but I feel like I got to do private shit because people have been so cooped up. Everything's just going to be so crowded. Because did you Central Park this weekend? The Great Lawn. You couldn't even. You can. So that's just telling you. Right. Everything is just going to be like Coney Island this weekend. Look, Coney Island, the beach doesn't even officially open until this weekend. It looked like 4th of July weekend, I all know. on the boardwalk. So I'm like, I feel like I got to just figure out my shit clothes. Well, I'm not going to celebrate Brooklyn. Because I'm not like, going to go. You know, I don't want to be around that kind of crowd anyway, normally. Right. I just found out, you know, one of my godsons has COVID. Oh, no. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think people are. Opening up is great. I'm all for it. But I think everybody has to still remember that nobody said shit's over. No, it's not you over. Know? But I mean, we do have to start. Yes, no, I'm absolutely saying start living. But yeah. I don't need to be in a crowd of 5,000 people yet. No, I'm not no, no, mentally no, no, no. there Me yet. No, no, I'm not <laughs> there me, yet either. Like, and put honestly, a little lube on it before you stick it in, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not there yet. But I am, I am there to start eating, to start oh, I am not looking, I would not go to celebrate Brooklyn and be in a crowd full Listen, of people. I've eaten, I've eaten out. I've definitely, yeah, I've had I, that. I mean, and now when I, I've been to my friend's house and we're all vaccinated and my mask right. is off and I've sat inside and we've watched right. basketball and I'm yeah, not, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like that part. Yeah, so, but uh, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to be, I would not be in a crowd of people vaccinated or vaccinated. I, it's just not that deep yet. 
Would you, you know, like to fact, talk about uh, a photography legend that we lost this week? Oh yeah, so I, you know, Chimoto who um, shot God. I mean, the I, I can't even list all of it. I think um, Immortal, the Mob Beeps Immortal cover is one of his better known. Um, just a really great photographer. I think I had, he looked super familiar when I saw the picture of him. So yeah. I am sure, you know, when you're a writer, you're not hanging out with the photographers. It's a totally different, uh, once in a while you'll be on the set, but the photographers are not, you know, I don't, I'm not involved in their world. They're not involved in my world, but you certainly do know names. And just a, a great, great uh, photographer died at age 58 which of course is way too young um by all accounts a very lovely guy yeah. i have just read wonderful You're super tribute. talented super super super, super talented. talented not only um his stuff for for um for hip-hop magazines he was he was on staff with the source for quite some time so mm -hmm. if i met him it's probably where i met him but it's just really sad another person who helped shape the visual of the culture and and also took like pictures seriously yeah i mean this is somebody like the you biggie, know, all of it's like like really famous that the, like the two the famous 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 right. pictures and, and we use terms i mean we tend to both of us i think we're all guilty of saying help shape the culture help right, shape right. the culture a lot so when we actually are talking about somebody who helped shape the culture people go oh you said that a hundred times already right, right. but he did yeah, um, yeah. So Chi Modu, um, Nigerian photographer, did a lot of stuff with um, just a great photographer, and it's very sad, very young. There are a lot of tributes to him on Facebook. If you have not checked out his work, please do. Oh, everybody, not just Facebook, everywhere, everywhere, all the yeah. socials, all the stuff. And yeah. Just look up his work and really just and go deeper into the work and outside of just the. Uh, we did a lot of stuff outside. You know of what music. I'm saying? Outside yeah. of music and really dig in and see like like so many of these people. I think we just look at one section of their work instead of really going to broad. Spectrum, no, he he you know? he. I know very few photographers who only focus on one kind of thing. Absolutely. If, if you have an eye, you have an eye. And right. um, anyway, it's very sad because he was young and he's very talented. So that was a sad thing. Mm. Um, let's end on something happy. You got anything happy? Well, I want to say uh, uh, I want to send shouts to Gina. Uh, you know, my girl Gina, who always listens. Yay. Gina Thank Warrior you. Princess. She's doing her thing. She's doing her thing, Amy. She's doing her thing. Good. So we're proud of Gina. She looks great. I saw her recently. We love Gina. Please tell her I said hi. Do I, I know would, Gina? Have well, I met you've Gina? You've never met her, but she she listens, so she will hear you saying hi. Right, so you don't have hey, to. Gina. <laughs> no, I just didn't know if I've ever met her before. Yeah, um, I don't think you've ever met Gina. Um, okay. And then I want to say, but there's some of you will because I'm going to throw a birthday party this year. Yeah. I, I have yay, to. Yay. I feel like. Do it. Do I feel it. like you DJ, we're going to dance. We're just going to chill. It's going to be a good thing. You deserve it. I think we should bring back our classic because, guys, this is our 49th show. Yay. And um, next week is our 50th, clearly. And we're applying for AARP <laughs> podcast next week. We will, on that show, will be the first show on the new network where we will announce everything to you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we yeah. will have a special guest. Yes. Our buddy, Bill Coleman of 
Peace Biscuit and the Red Hot. We're going to discuss the new Red Hot compilation. We're going to discuss 30 Years of Peace Biscuit and all of the movies that he was the musical director for and music supervisor like Watermelon Woman and the Party Girl. The biggest have, ears. Yeah. The best. You're going to have Seriously. The best time. ears. No, I mean, <laughs> if there's something I love, I mean, I love music, obviously, and I love talking mm -hmm. about music, but I am never, I am never less than thrilled when I meet people. And I've known Bill for a very long time, just mm -hmm. in music business stuff. But when you meet people who go like, you like that, you like mm -hmm. that, you mm -hmm. like that. I love that. Right, I love right. that when it's just like, I just listen to this. I love people who are expansive. So well, it's it's, be it shocks me more when I'm talking to him about shit and he's like, oh yeah, you know, I was a music supervisor for that. And I'm like, what? I know. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> you know, when I first met him, I think the first time I met him, um, or maybe I'd met him a couple times before, but when he was Jody Watley's DJ. Well, and they're still really good friends. And he used to go to Japan with her every year. I used, okay, I used to see him for years because I was a huge Wonder Bar guy in the East Village. Okay. And he used to DJ on Saturday nights at Wonder Bar. There was right. a, my favorite DJ there was, we used to go to Shari on Tuesday. Shari was amazing, female DJ. She's, I'm like, it just turned the place out. And Bill would be there on Saturdays. They were like, alternate. And he used to turn it out. I didn't really meet him, meet him. Yeah. Funny enough, until years later, when I started taking over doing the dance remixes and stuff for Beyonce. Okay. And wow. Then, yeah. Wow. Okay. That much, that much later. Yeah, that much. And the thing is, I will always give it up to Bill, and I will say that I'll say this for the show for what I really have to say because he showed me and taught me a lot. Because dance music is crazy. Yeah. I love dance. I knew I could do it because I like I had the head for dance music, but being black, being gay. Like, it's, there's a lot of politics in dance music, and it's really yeah. crazy shit. And he helped me navigate through some shit. So, it's going to be a great show. I think we fun. should bring back our classic. Which what is? The thing is Megan McCain said or oh, done fuck and that this I mean, fuck <laughs> that. I can't even, you know what? Can Ladies I tell and you gentlemen, something? New York City is in the house. Can I tell fuck you something? Fuck that bitch. Fuck, fuck that, that bitch. bitch. Let me tell you It's something. like, what is wrong with no, you? No, no. Can what I tell you something? I... Because I've been teaching. Oh, because I've been working for the last. Me too. Time. I haven't been watching it either. I, I haven't been watching, I haven't been it, watching either. it either. And you I feel yeah. like I was like, oh my god, there's something missing in my life. I feel better. Fuck that bitch. That's Let me just say this. Say. My oh. problem is I have no problem with you having a different opinion, but I hate that every time it comes to her portion, she does the thing that I was never allowed to do as a kid. If my mother said, why did you do this? Right. I cannot say, but Erwin, right. I don't give a fuck about that. No, no, Why no. did you do this? This, She's, and yeah. she can never just answer to that. It always has to be like, I wish you would do this, and this person, I'm like, we are talking no. about this right here. This because specific comment, this thing right here. And what you did was miss a point of making an educated sort of comment about how you felt about everything and you started acting like a heretic and you're yelling at everybody but then you can't then listen i love the exasperation of joy when she was just like bitch i've been here for 25 years 25 yes she's like, like more she said i've been here for 25 years yeah. you need to start showing some respect for that once no, in a blue moon no 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 <laughs> she's just 
listen, she's a mm. horrible person. She's she's mm. a fuck mm. here. I'll say it. She's a fucking cunt. Okay, she mm. really is. Mm. She's mm. she's nasty. She's it's like, crazy. why are you cutting me off? You're on television, bitch. You know exactly why they're cutting you off. They're I mean, going to commercial. Let me just tell you something. They're going you know, to commercial. And you know Whoopi is like, whom shall blah, blah. She must have taken one of her and her no. weed edibles from her brand. No. You know, she wanted to be like, you fucking motherfucking. Yeah, here's one thing I don't want. And then we mm. go. I don't want men telling me how I should react as a woman in terms right. of feminism. Right. And I don't want a right-wing Republican whose husband is a you know, telling me how I should react in terms of anti-Semitism. Right, so just right. stay in your lane, Megan. No, and, stop like, and stay in your lane. No, it's my favorite with white people when they say to black people, or when I've had certain conversations, well, you need to talk. I'm not explaining racism to you. Yeah. I'm not explaining. How about believe me when I tell you this is happening? Well, yeah. I, or my favorite when white, when, when, when certain segments, because I should have to just stop saying white people, because that's, that's not fair. Certain segments of the population. And when I hear them say things like, well, I don't see it, it never happened to, in front of me. It's like, well, it wouldn't because it's not directed at you. Why right. would it happen? In front of, like exactly. most people don't come in the room and just say, you know, unless you are a hardcore racist publicly and that is what you lead with, like you are a white supremacist. It's more subtle than that. And it's really amazing that no matter how much we say it, it's still that same thing. But anyway, I don't want to go down that road. That's yeah, she's whatever. Horrible. I just think that that kind of shit is horrible. And the, her behavior, and you know, I like her. I do like her. But her behavior was appalling. It no, really a, was. It was. She's appalling. a nasty little brat who's never had to fucking fill out a job application. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. You know, but anyway. And, and she's clearly pissed off every gay human being in America because that hair. Mm -hmm. And that's all mm -hmm. I got to say about that. Um, so that's all I got for you today, yeah. honey. Yeah, I'm going to go. Well, no, I want to put on my Xanadu vinyl and I'm about to dance. <laughs> you know, I'm about to dance around my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is that he's and not. And I'm serious. He's, he's <laughs> serious. He's not even. It's right here. It's right here. Next no, I've no, Courtney, trust me. I've known you a long time and I've been doing this show with you for two years. I know you are not talking I, metaphorically, no. ironically, yep. mm -hmm. or any. When mm -hmm. Courtney Montgomery Anderson says, I am going to put on my Xanadu vinyl. Mm hmm. Trust and believe, okay? Well, Trust I drink my bubbly, sparkling water and I'm enjoying myself. It's a nice day. Right. You know and what I'm I mean? Just gonna, I'm just going to look and see where this poor trapped cat pees. <laughs> smell it everywhere. <laughs> it's really bad in here right now. It smells, I, I, my house, I came home and my house smells like the lady who has a hundred cats. And I am not the lady who has Oh my God, I hope she didn't cats. do it on the bed. I hope she didn't do revenge. No, 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 no she bed. didn't do that. She's not that bad. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere though. I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. you You're like, I smell it. It's yeah, here. Yeah, I can. What can I do? Whatever. All right. So next week, we will have the beautiful, gorgeous, adorable Bill Coleman and the beautiful, gorgeous, adorable Courtney. And, and the sensational Jewess. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. I know. Well, you know, I like no. to teach you about being an old school New York Jewish lady. Because <laughs> yeah, it I is, even though, no, because here's the funny thing is, like, she's Jewish adjacent. And I really, it's like, because <laughs> I'll call Amy, I'll be like, what does this mean? She's like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm calling you. She's like, no, seriously. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I've never dated a Jewish guy. You know that? Ever? Never. Ever. Do you think it would have made your mom happy if you dated a Jewish guy? No, she don't give a fuck. She doesn't care. <laughs> no. <laughs>
My parents are not those people. Trust me. No, never have. Never right. have. No right. idea. Yeah. No, right. no, no, no. We can have a deep seated conversation about my latent anti-Semitism at some point. I, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> before Megan McCain starts yelling at you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my self-hatingness. I yeah, mean, I, like, seriously. It's a long story. It's a long story. But no, I never have. So there you go. Yeah. Well, how about this? It's about to be Memorial Day weekend, so happy Memorial Day weekend. Stay <laughs> safe, be happy. And uh, remember, if you're listening to this show, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish all one word. Yes, yes, if yes. You have, if you are younger and you have not had a cholesterol test yet, follow us on Instagram at I'm going to let you finish NY. And if you don't like people, and occasionally you might have a burner account to curse people out, Follow us on Twitter at Finishima. <laughs> By the way, if I could just add one more time, and I've said this before, if you are not following Richard Marks on Twitter, you are not living because <laughs> Rand Paul has now attacked Richard Marks, and I've it is. <laughs> it, it, I posted the story, but it is possibly one of the everything that's wrong with America and is, everything right. that's great with America right. at the same time. And with my Richard money, Marks sitting, uh, my, my money's money on, Richard, on Marks. Richard Marks. Richard yeah. Marks is sitting back on his stack of money, like, bring it. I'm a white man of privilege too. What you got? What you got? What you and got? And I got Daisy. And I got Daisy Fuentes. Right. What you got? Oh, I love Daisy. I she was know, so great, but she used to work. She's so sweet. She's so, 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 so sweet. All right. All right, Sunday. kids. So we will see you next time. Next and time. And have a safe weekend. And remember, keep it right, keep it tight. And as that queen who was online said, wear your mask. Oh. Wear your mask. Bye. Wear your mask. <laughs> or don't. Bye. <laughs> Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee, of course I was walking. But now it's like three miles and no lattes worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me like it's a scheduled activity. This morning my neighbor asked me what I'm doing and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.